0: time management, file and image management, and yes, the list does go on. We're going to save you an incredible amount of time in your work week, and we promise not to be too nerdy. This podcast is brought to you by Photographer's Edit, custom image editing for the wedding and portrait photographer. Visit photographersedit.com. We're live. Hey, everybody. Welcome to uh, Workflow Wednesday, yet another episode in this series uh, very much about workflow and more specifically efficient workflow. I'm here with Haley Gaffin and hey. uh, Heather Smith, how are you guys today?
1: Hey, good Doing well, hey. enjoying some cooler weather. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> I, well, ish, right? I mean, the humidity ish. right now is kind of crazy. So for those of you not familiar, all of us are in the Chattanooga area, Chattanooga, Tennessee, and uh, it did start to cool off there nicely. And then it kind of... Bumped back up, the temperatures bumped back up, and the humidity went crazy. And yeah. the mosquitoes have been yes. going crazy too. Yeah,
2: it has, it has not been a pleasure living in Chattanooga. I mean, like, <laughs> like it's either is there uh, like like now that it's getting cooler and we can actually go outside. The mosquitoes are, are like literally swarming. And 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 at first happened to me this Sunday. Uh, I was shooting a wedding. We we're doing like, these sunset shots, and literally just like swarms. Uh, it's not like just oh, you see what? No, it was. And and uh, the bride and groom, they were just over it. I could not mm-hmm. get my shot, yeah. and, and so we just had to get, had to get out of there. And I was telling the venue owner, I was like, y'all might need to spray up there. And then like the next day, I went to do an engagement session at Renaissance Park, and then again we, the very same thing. And then I did another one uh, the next day uh, in a, a completely different place, nowhere close to water, comp- and we had a literally sh- I had a shutdown three sessions early because of mosquitoes. It's insane.
0: I've never heard all the
1: photographers in the area talking about it all at the same time like this. It's like um, crazy.
0: Yeah, I think I actually, I think there may have been some eggs laid inside of our car. Um, because I'm what? getting, my, yeah, seriously, I'm getting in my car and there are mosquitoes. And the other day it was quite a large one too, but oh. I know this is a very random point of conversation yes. for those of you who are just <laughs> listening in. Um, Ren says, hi, up, Ren? hey, Ren, hey, how Ren? are you? Good to see you. And for everybody watching, um, please don't hesitate to comment, chime in, ask questions, comment on whatever the topic is at hand. We are going to dig back into the topic of networking today uh, and more specifically kind of the methodology, the approach to networking and, and efficient networking at that. Um, so, we're going to get to that here in just a second. Very briefly, I just want to make sure that I enter everybody here involved. So, I'm going to start with Haley this time. Um, Haley, <laughs> say hello. And I'm going to pop your your website up here on the screen for everybody listening in um, and watching. Uh, HaleyGaffin.com. Tell us just briefly about yourself, Haley.
3: Yeah, I'm a photographer and marketer in Chattanooga, working mostly with small businesses.
0: Oh, perfect! I, you've really dialed in your brand oh, position. I got a soundbite. <laughs> wow, that is nicely done. Except- for, <laughs> for all of those listening in, um, especially those that normally listen to the podcast portion of this, we're we're on Facebook Live right now at facebook.com slash photogsedit p h o t o g s e d i t, and then this also goes out to our podcast Boca Podcast b o k e h podcast dot com uh, later today, and uh, we talk a lot about this idea of a brand position and more specifically how to really dial it in so that you can communicate it as succinctly and precisely as Haley just did. So uh, for those of you listening in, that is a beautiful example of a very clear <laughs> brand position. So thanks for sharing that, Haley. And then Rich yeah. and Heather, tell us about you guys real quick. I'm going to pop your uh, website up here on the screen as well.
1: Well now I feel like it's a competition I and I think Haley <laughs> wins because she has the gift of being concise. And- we're
0: we're entrepreneurs
2: <laughs> from Sunday Sunday.
3: Well, Go <laughs> listen to Bonnie Bakhtiari's episode. That was okay. I mean okay. she like describes it so well and okay. basically sets you up to be able to say it very concisely. Hmm. But yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, this is, this is an interesting point of conversation. We're going to continue to have it, too, um, at the Book of Podcast. And Rich and Heather, I mean, we've already had you guys on a couple of times. I think it's about time we bring you back again. So we need to do that soon. Um, It'd be hard yeah. to
1: come up with a topic to cover that we don't already cover on Workflow Wednesdays, you know?
0: It's it's true. As much as this is about Workflow specifically, uh, we do tend to kind of branch out a little bit here and there. Uh, and we have covered the gamut of topics as well. Uh, but to that... To that very point, though, as far as topic, um, we started a series last week on the idea or the concept of networking, and and of course, it's a given that we all need to be networking, develop relationships, but um, it doesn't hurt to continue to get into that topic. And it looks like we are frozen up a little bit. Everybody there?
2: Uh, I'm I'm here. May, yeah. Uh, Haley's
0: great. Mm-hmm. You can still see me? Okay.
2: Yeah. You're yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. you no, a little. A little bit. Bit. Uh, 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 but now, now <laughs> you now you Great. You're All
0: great. right, perfect. All right, so we're we're back again. But um, we started this topic of networking last week, and uh, as I was saying, it's it's a kind of a given that we need to be spending time networking to develop our business. Although I will say, as a as a caveat, maybe we can dig into this a little bit more today too. I think a lot of photographers end up doing a lot of busy work behind the computer screen versus actually getting out and networking creating and developing relationships in person. And so last week, we talked a little bit about the philosophy behind this idea of networking. Today, we're going to talk more specifically about the workflow, the methodology, if you will, and more specifically, um, how to go about that process efficiently as possible. We're still talking about relationships. So maybe there's only so many corners that we can cut or that we want to cut for that matter. Um, but we're going to talk a little bit about the methodology today. So um, let's just actually jump right into it. I think we've done a, a lot better job the last few weeks of just being more concise and getting right right to the topic. Let's, let's do it. Let's yeah, conc- M-
1: mosquito conversation aside. Yes,
2: <laughs> no, <that laughs> hey, very important though.
1: Very <laughs> important. That, see,
2: that's, uh, yeah, you know, we had to get the warning out. We got you know, anybody who's <laughs> listening to us just don't come to China. And go yet? Yet? You Not know, yet. But,
0: Give it about a month and it'll probably cool down. And then this is a place that you want to hang out, especially outdoors. I mean, it's it's really turned into such an amazing, amazing city in the last few years. So, um, all right. So let's just let's just jump into it. And um, Rich and Heather, we're going to we're going to actually go to you guys today first. We We'll mix it up. (laughs) Add a little bit of variety here. Um, Let's let's talk a little bit about about networking. And maybe you can share with our listeners and our viewers two or three of kind of the big ideas that drive the way that you go about networking, more specifically networking in person. Um, And I know I said this last week, but I have to give kudos to you guys and, and Rich in particular, I know Rich spends a lot more time out um, Mm -hmm. while, while Heather is kind of managing uh, the details at home. But um, this, the fact that you prioritize relationships in person, uh, I think is admirable, especially in this day and age of being stuck behind our phones or being stuck behind a computer screen. Talk to us a little bit about your approach to that. Uh-huh.
2: Uh, yeah, um, I, I, I should have Heather go out more than me because, I mean, come on, look at her. She, I mean, like, <laughs> <laughs> she, she's, she's so much uh, cooler and um, more relatable than I am. I mean, so uh, I mean, like seriously, I mean, like uh, um, a lot of times um, I, I sometimes I've Feel that uh when i go talk to a wedding planner and uh and she's a mom and and uh, she has all this stuff that heather could probably talk to and can relate to like i have this common ground um uh i, I can't i I, mean, I can't relate on on certain levels um to to certain uh, wedding wedding um mm. uh you know so uh you need to step it up you need to go <laughs> no, no, no. but uh but um about several um wedding planners, we, we'll we we'll just go off to eat with, you know, like I, I will, I, I will establish an initial uh, contact with them. We'll work together a few times. We'll, we'll kind of build that, that relationship. Then Heather and I will, may, uh, would, would take her, maybe her husband out or, or, or whoever the wedding planner is, um, you know, but, but and, uh, and
0: to that point, Rich, I'll just jump in really quick. If you don't mind, do you, so do you usually tend to kind of work on developing the personal side of that relationship as you're describing after you've met them? Do you ever take that approach of, Hey, here is a list of two or three people that I want to proactively reach out to and begin to to develop a relationship with. It, it usually goes the other way.
2: Um, yeah, I mean, like, uh, so far I, I haven't needed to do that. Um, I'm, uh, um, simply, I just I just been in the industry for so long. Most most everybody knows me already. So, I mean, like, it's not like I'm starting from square one. Mm-hmm. If I was square, starting from square one, I just um, and I and like I had goals of like, hey, I I by the end of this year, I'm going to work with this planner. Um, then yeah, I would do basically what a, a cold approach of like basically just hey, introducing myself, hey, emailing, mm-hmm. calling, whatever I need to do, um, and that I, I mean it, technically it is it's harder to to get in uh, that way. I mean especially the the higher end wedding planners, several several people, everybody wants to get in with them, you know. So uh, so uh, I just yeah the the approach of like hey we um, we happen to be shooting a wedding together. Um, and then, I, basically, that's a warm approach. Basically, I, I've already worked with her. She kind of already knows who I am. She, and she's, she perhaps has done some research, um, uh, looked at my, my, my work online, maybe. You know, I follow uh, I begin to follow her on Instagram. Hopefully she reciprocates and follows me and then looks at my work. There, there, there's all those those type of things um, mm-hmm. that, that, uh, that, that can that that could happen, you know. But but yeah, normally about yeah, almost all the time it's it's like I have never worked with this person before. I'm shooting a wedding, I reach out, hey, I'm working with you this Saturday, I cannot wait to meet with you, you know, or like meet with you, work with you. If there's things I can do, whatever. This is this how can I do to help to make this thing we work as a team to, you know, and then we kind of establish a relationship from there, you know? Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. Okay. So, so that, and you, I think you mentioned that uh, you and Heather both will take them out to eat. You guys go grab dinner for a couple hours. You're beginning this, this relationship, the personal side of this relationship that goes beyond just, Hey, we happen to work together. Um, from that standpoint, then, or from that point, I should say, do you kind of what's the next step? Um, are you are you more proactively keeping in the back of your mind images, maybe that that this particular wedding vendor is going to want for their website um, as you're photographing a wedding, or is that just come does that just come naturally that you have these images that you can give to them? You build that into their workflow. What's what's the next yeah. step in the relationship?
2: Yeah, I basically every wedding, um, I will sit down with my client and ask them who uh, every one of their vendors is it makes it really easy if they have a wedding planner because the wedding planner will have that list for me but but if not i will i will contact um, I, I i'll contact my client and they'll ask hey who where'd you get your, your gown from where who's doing your catering who's doing your flowers who's doing your dj i mean every every vendor that touches at wedding if they're a professional um then i want to know about it you know um and so so um if it if it is a small um, owned um, like company is much, much easier because I mean, like if, if they gather their gown at bridal uh, at Davis bridal, I, I normally, I just don't worry about that because mm-hmm. they're, they're, they, yeah, yeah there's, they're not really interested in networking. They're, they're more of a corporate um, corporate place. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but, um, but yeah, I mean, like uh, I basically start from there. Then I literally contact them. If I've worked with them before, I sent a certain email. If i am not worked with them before, I sent a different email. Basically, hey, just introduce myself. We're going to be working right here. Hey, um, uh, I can't wait to see your cake. Uh, if there's something in particular that you're particularly proud of this wedding, please let me know. I, I, I'll, I'll pay closer attention and get some great photos for you and get some photos to you afterwards really soon after the wedding so you can post them on social media so you don't have to worry about getting photos with your iphone or whatever you know basically yeah. I, I i am immediately being very proactive and saying hey uh, i know who you are i know you're working at this wedding uh, i want to know what you're doing for this wedding that you're proud of i'm um and i'm going to literally put a list of my on my phone to to um, uh, um a note on my phone to basically um take photos of this and it is my i'm doing it specifically for you and uh, and then we kind of establish a relationship through and through that you know
1: yeah and this goes back to what we talked a little bit about last week with defining what networking is and hopefully networking is value added there's a mm-hmm. value in a relationship and so providing that value practically what does that look like well for rich i love this these template emails that he sends out to vendors before the wedding um, to touch base introduce himself if they haven't already met and and then you can go from there and basically providing a service providing you know adding value to the relationship mm-hmm. and and what's cool about that is that you're helping someone on a professional level but that automatically endears them to you on a personal level mm-hmm. you know because not yeah. everybody's taking the time to do these things and so it's basically just a level of yeah. uh, professionalism and you're presenting yourself as someone who knows what you're doing you know and that is a, a really beautiful beautiful thing
2: for, um, for the vendors. Right. You know? Yeah. Even if I've never met them before, it's like, if you are at the wedding, if you spot me, please come up and say hello to me. I want, I want to meet you, you know, mm-hmm. like I, you know, I want to put a face, um, to, to your business name. You know, I, I, I want to make this as personal as possible. You know, I can introduce them. I can give them a handshake. Um, you know, if i work with them several times and like, and they're excited to see me, I will give them a hug. I mean, like I, I want to progress that, that, um, that uh, to make it as personal as possible because that's who i am mm-hmm. um and i would just want um, not everyone is as extroverted as, as me and uh, and and so I mean i basically use my um, my natural uh personality for that but i mean as somebody who has a different personality than me might want to take a different approach I mean, this is what I, this is what i do and it works out really, really great
0: so. That's really cool. And, and I have to jump in and comment here. I, I want to ask you about the... I know we've touched on this before. I want, I do want to just at least touch briefly on the workflow with delivering those images after the wedding um, mm-hmm. because this plays into to the workflow as far as developing relationships with these vendors. But mm-hmm. um, I have to comment on one thing, which is, and and, and ultimately compliment, you know, on the fact that you're proactive in your effort at sending images to vendors. You're actually making that effort up front. There was a... a an article that I saw, I think it was on Petapixel last week that came out. Mm-hmm. And it was frankly, it was it was surprisingly, or not surprisingly. I mean, you see this kind of stuff at least from time to time these days, but it was a, it was an overtly negative uh, slant on the topic of images for vendors delivering images or giving images to vendors. And basically what it was saying um, was that these vendors shouldn't expect, nor do they have the right to expect. Images from photographers, and certainly without expecting to compensate them in some way, it was the, the the simple gist of it. And, and I'm not going to try to um, put words in their mouth, but that was the that was the simple version. In fact, uh, maybe Haley, we can link to this in the show notes, just so those listening in or watching can can go and see that. But uh, anyway, I, I was honestly it bothered me um, because it was a very entitled mentality uh, when it comes to relationships, and from the get go, that is going to get in the way of. Good relationships. Um, and it reminded me actually of some of those conversations that we've seen on, on Facebook groups or maybe online forums uh, around the topic of vendor meals, this kind of mm-hmm. entitlement that I should have X. Mm-hmm. Uh, when the reality is we're, we're the hired help, we're there to do a particular job. And this notion that we expect them to provide an experience for us versus the other way around, I think is backwards. But mm-hmm. when it comes to delivering images, uh, my suggestion, and I shared the uh, the article in our our local photographers group. And my suggestion was let's let's flip this on its on its head, if you will. And instead of this reactive mentality, which is if the vendor is nice to me and wants to compensate me, um, and give me all the appropriate credit, then I will give them images. Instead of that. This approach, Rich, that you've taken, which is very proactive in nature, which is from the moment that you've got that list of vendors, you're reaching out to them to mm-hmm. begin a relationship of sorts, uh, and then you're going to continue that after the fact by delivering images that, as you pointed out, add value. I think that is so much more proactive an approach, and there's there's always going to be the you know the well for lack of a better word, a jerk who is going to either take advantage of us, maybe Mm -hmm. not give us the credit that we would like or otherwise. But Mm -hmm. if you look at the bigger picture, I think that's going to actually be the smaller percentage of situations. And the majority of the time, if we're proactive in an effort to reach out and add value to relationships, and this really pretty much holds across the board, uh, personal or on a professional level, uh, Mm and then then it's going to pay off. Would you guys agree with that? Oh, oh, definitely. Yeah,
1: I think one of the main complaints with photographers is when they feel the sense of entitlement coming from the vendor uh, from that perspective, like you owe me these images. Like if there's any sense of like, Uh, maybe like a lack of understanding about how much work is actually involved in not just providing a service for your clients who are the ones who have hired us, but also then providing a service for everyone else who's been involved in this Mm -hmm. wedding day. There are innate challenges in that for Mm -hmm. sure. And to make it sound like it's easy Mm -hmm. would be doing a disservice to the conversation, I feel like. So with that said.
2: But at the same time, I I have a lot of grace. I have have probably too much grace in that that sense because I I have really worked with so many vendors um, and venue owners, I, I've worked with a couple of venue owners, and one of them really comes to mind is like, like she was ultra businesslike. She, she like, and then, and and uh, and so when when I first met, uh, like approached her, or the first time I interacted with her, she she was almost intimidating to me because she's just she's she doesn't have that my person, she doesn't have my personality. She's not very personal, but she's very businesslike. And when I, uh, and when so when I was proactive where she doesn't have to actually email me. Hey, can I get these photos? She knew she already knew, you know, and what happened was she was highly impressed with that. And she emailed me back saying, I'm blown away. I've never gotten an email like this from, mm. from, from any vendor before, you know, like mm-hmm. and all, all of a sudden immediately having, not took one shot for this person and all of a sudden I'm already like mm-hmm. very like impressed. They're already impressed with me. You know, they haven't seen any of my work, you know? And so, uh, so to me, I'm like, uh and, Uh, I don't even want to get uh, any vendor uh, to that point where they had to even email me to ask them, ask me, can they, they get photos? They are, I'm being proactive. I'm already letting them know beforehand. Like and so I mean that basically completely eliminates and some people they um some vendors they just don't know how to ask. They don't that they they, yeah, they they do need to be more educated. I have worked with vendors that they put my images online and they just don't they're they're maybe older, social media is newer to them, they don't they, their heart is like they're very grateful, but but if I just like saw they they didn't give me credit and I, and all of a sudden I get a chip on my shoulder like how dare they and mm-hmm. that and then I, and um, instead of like hey a person, like, hey I um, let me let me show you and then they're, they're like oh I've been wanting to know how to do this you know mm-hmm. and again they're they're way more receptive but again I give grace because again my I want my initial reaction uh, to any anybody who I th- I feel um, normally my initial reaction of, of, of I'm going to be offended is almost. Or that person is ma- malicious. They're trying to do something wrong with me. Is almost always wrong. Is always wrong. We we just didn't have the other side of the story. There's a there's a reasonable explanation. They're willing to change. They're willing to grow. We're willing to grow together. And uh, and then we, and we grow, again we grow that relationship And that's that's mm-hmm. what what um, the, a valuable relationship is uh, is based on. You know. Yeah, and we
1: have had to educate some vendors about things like this. Oh, but some but vendors,
2: especially in the gender area. Giving
1: grace is helpful because we need grace. You oh, know. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. We mess well, up. I, and we I think don't, it, you know
0: the the word here is an intent, right? And and I think a lot of times, and I've certainly been guilty of it too, in in all areas of life, really. Um, it's easy to jump to a conclusion or assumption because mm-hmm. of, Rich, as you pointed out, that so-called chip on our shoulder, our ego, our insecurity, mm-hmm. whatever it might be, yeah. uh, without maybe at least taking the time to ask a question or, mm-hmm. or it lend a little bit of perspective to the conversation. Mm-hmm. In, in your case, you see, you said that you've had conversations with vendors just to mm-hmm. educate them a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. Their heart's good. They just didn't know better than to you know not tag you or whatever the case may be. Right. Um, right. But I, but I, and, and and Heather, to your point as well, and and of course, I can't emphasize this enough. As I mentioned earlier, I know that there's going to be the the occasional jerk, the person who is going to take advantage, who is entitled. I'm not mm-hmm. suggesting that, that there aren't, but I think, I mean, mm-hmm. in over a decade of shooting weddings, I I don't know that I ever yeah. ran into a situation like that. Yeah. Um, I think it's going to be the exception to the rule. It probably be a little bit more prevalent now than you know. About half of my career was film, half of mine was digital, and as social media has become more yeah. prevalent, probably much more an issue now. But um, I, I would still venture that it's the exception to the rule, and the last thing that we need is to be stressing out or being upset um, at right. somebody who happened to to misuse our our images. Um, I, I think yep. if we take a very proactive approach, it minimizes the possibility of that even happening to begin yeah. with. Yeah. Um, even less than than it w- probably already would have happened, and uh, so I love that proactive mentality. But uh, let's keep going, Rich. Um. You've you've reached out to these vendors ahead of time, uh, begun a relationship at least virtually yeah. anyway. Mm-hmm. You shoot that wedding now you have images to deliver. Can you just briefly talk us through that that workflow?
2: <laughs> um, it, it depends. Uh, it, it depends on the venue. Yeah. Uh, it depends on the venue and the vendors. Okay, and um, yeah. um, I hope not to me <laughs> vendors are listening.
1: <laughs>
2: we're being, being on it. We're being This be a, this would be an open book here. Yeah for, for, for certain venues and certain vendors that I want to work with more. Um, I will, um, I will go above and beyond, um, to get the images uh, to them. Um, um, there has not been unheard of for me to literally hire someone to come on the wedding day and literally edit the images and get them to the vendors before the wedding is over. Um, and so, wow, that's awesome. uh, And so, uh, um, and, and if I'm doing that, if I'm doing that level of service, I'll also, I'll let them know, um, a lot of time, oh man, a lot of times it's, it's like, I get great feedback. Sometimes uh, there's been a couple of times I didn't get any feedback at all. I'm like, what we, we, I then, uh, then you're like, hmm, they have no idea what we, we went to to get them to them. That yeah. fast. So, but yeah. again, but again, uh, they're busy. Maybe they're a bu- bit, you know, maybe they're busy. I, I don't, I don't know. But I mean, again, but, um, um. I have, I have, yeah, definitely have have given that level of service before um, and uh, where I'm like, um, I'm like, turn them black and white if you need to, you know, like, don't worry about color. Don't worry about, <laughs> like, just like we get, we're trying to get that to them as fast as possible, that kind of stuff. So, um, but, but yeah, um, and they're obviously very, um, most, of the time, most of the time, 90% of the time, they're very, very grateful and mm-hmm. just blown away by that level of service, you know, because. Well, no yeah, one, that, what, what that's.
0: Is, that what is a p- whole different level, for sure, like <laughs> yeah. Beyond, yeah. Yeah, beyond what most people probably even consider. If, yeah. if you're not going to that extent, though, and, and you're delivering images after the fact, is there a particular process? Like when you're going through, Heather, I know that you handle the culling. Um, mm-hmm. When you're going through and calling images, are you flagging images of particular color, knowing that these images need to go to this vendor, or this image needs to go to that vendor, et cetera?
1: Yeah, I try to flag them yellow for vendors in general, and then we can get together a a shoot proof uh, gallery folder, and we'll create a unique link specifically for the vendors. Mm -hmm. And uh, also, if if it's a wedding that we're going to blog, which is not every wedding, um, we will also make sure that that link finds its way to the vendors who can then share that link and uh, share their work because those are photos that we've, if we do put together a wedding blog, we're gonna be including the details from the day, which will pertain to the different vendors and so um, yes we will flag the images yellow we will send links to the blog and um, this is one thing that I really really love that Rich does this is a um, this is a brochure that says the wedding experience it's a it's just a um, it's a a double sided uh, I don't know I don't know if brochure is the right word but it's like a four by eight it's like a four by eight Made out of really beautiful thick. Um, this is uh, cardstock that we get printed.
2: It's so, I call it soft touch. It's it amazing. F- it feels, like, it feels like butter. It feels like. <laughs> it's, it's, what I wanted, I wanted such such high quality. I'm not going to give them like 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 thin card, you know. Type. I wanted something that they they're like, yeah. oh my gosh, every time somebody I touch this this paper, they're like oh my word, that's amazing. Rich is sitting watching
0: Netflix at night and and just holding one of these cards. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) yes. (laughs) But
1: the unique thing about about these is that Rich will actually um, state specifically on the back you know, wonderful. You've booked your wedding with Hell Farms. We're th- you know we're thrilled. And and then he makes it unique to the venue wherever the photo was taken. And the photos that go on this were specific to that venue or specific to that vendor that we're delivering them to. So it's not it's not like a mass produced flyer that we can hand out to anybody. It's a brochure he gets specifically printed for a venue or for a vendor. And then he goes and meets with them in person yeah. and gives them these using
2: images that that took. Um, from, from, from the wedding or whatnot, whatever. And and, uh, again, like they may or may not uh, hand them out to to the brides. Um, You know, I mean, like uh, um, I want it so, so high quality that they would be like, it matches their brand that like, Hey, we're a high end brand. I want, I I mean, everything they hand to, uh, to, you know. um,
1: So this is just another way to encourage a, an in-person meeting face to face. You're giving them something of value that shows off their Venue or their flowers or their cake or whatever, and they can hand to their clients, and it, it 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 makes them look good, you know, and and obviously it reflects our work as well. And so, um, he will meet yeah. in person to deliver these, and yeah. and then you know have have conversation, have have a you know have a great little meeting with a vendor. Yeah. So,
2: and, and you you were talking about, um you were actually talking about the workflow getting the images to them. Um, uh, Heather kind of mentioned it really quickly. Um, uh, we actually use shoeproof. um and um. And so, uh, Shootproof just about a couple months ago, they created a way to for you to create a a private uh, a folder inside of a gallery where no other wedding um, visitor can see, but only the uh, and you can give that particular folder specific um, things like like you can give only that folder people who vote to get. That go to that folder. They can download the images, but no one else, um, you know. But, and they can be only specific um, um, images. You only you that you want the vendor to have, but also reflects your brand. You know. Um, sometimes I um, I will um, I would give my entire wedding uh, gallery to um, uh, to wedding vendors, and and they would they would download images. And uh, and they would put them on social media. And but I was realizing that they were putting images that they were they were tagging me. But I didn't want to be known for those type of photos. You know, mm-hmm. like like group photos, like 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 this mm-hmm. night, like you know. So this allowed me to give give them what they want, but also what I want them to to have. Mm-hmm. That would that would be beautiful. It would, but it also reflect my my brand as well. And so I mean, I, I, so so when was Proof, uh, add that little feature that was like a godsend it was amazing that's you know? great and and
0: Kenny actually popped in and he said what site was that so that is shootproof.com yeah um, shootproof we, we'll link to it in the notes as well but if you just go to shootproof.com um you can you can see this feature set
2: yeah. Hey, uh, Kenny. You email me. I'll send you a specific link. They just they just figure out how to do associate links. So, uh, like, so there we go. There you go. Rich is
0: Rich is going to get those referral goodies yeah, then. Exactly. Uh, yes, exactly. Uh, I'll,
2: I'll give you my referral link. That's what you can put in the show notes. That's <laughs> fine. I, have, I have
0: I have two questions about the delivery of those cards, and and yet again, you guys are impressing me because this is something that uh, is probably largely unheard of from wedding photographers. And I think at least part of it is something that I alluded to at the very beginning of our conversation, was that, which is that a lot of photographers are overwhelmed with busy work that they probably shouldn't be doing, that they should be delegating or at least simplifying and automating. And so the idea of taking time to create a card, ordering it, getting it back, scheduling a time to go deliver it to someone, uh, to a vendor, meet with them in person, um, is just not something that even crosses their mind. So I'm curious, both... Uh, Number well, first of all, how much do those cards roughly? How much do those cards cost? How many do you print? Um, and then, secondly, do you do you kind of build these trips to meet with vendors into your week? Like, do you have certain days that you go out and do that? How does how do you work that into your schedule?
2: yeah I, I put a lot of priority on, on networking so i mean like uh if um i, I will clear my schedule for for uh, for certain vendor vendors you know mm-hmm. i mean like if because a lot of times they may be busier than i or they may not have the flexibility in their schedule that i do and so if they can only meet at, you know four o'clock on a monday you know and um uh, I, I will i will you know move move my schedule around if i need to to uh, To meet with them because again I, I put a high priority on that because again I want to value their time um, but also value um, um, my our our relationship as well you know. And so, uh, so these um, I, I get these printed at WHCC um, again, open book. Um, and again, and,
1: um, the paper that we use is called soft touch matte, and it's yeah. the best thing your your fingers oh will ever. Word. It's it
2: just you can get. Uh, I uh, but a word of, a word of warning. Okay, I got some business cards um, made of the same stuff, and um, there's um, and so I'm trying. Um, it, I guess you have some in your, in your pocket and you're trying to like, just grab one and like, there's no way they can't <laughs> all stick together with this particular paper. It's not, they they're, they're not really slick. So okay, you don't get, okay. you don't get business cards made all this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> regular cards. You know, I made that mistake once. I'm like, I'm trying to like, I'm like, I like take take the whole bundle out of my pocket. Just get one of them. So,
0: um, so there you How many would you order uh, generally.
2: Uh, normally i'll order twenty five uh, for a specific reason I, um i say here's 25 um it costs me about twenty one bucks okay mm-hmm. um, um, they're, they're fairly cheap um and um and i and i and i say hand those out when you get um, low let me know i i will bring you more out uh, again again I, I, again establishes if i have newer photos um mm-hmm. from from that uh, i've worked at their their venue i will update it i'll put uh, some photos I'm even, even more proud of uh, on here mm-hmm. and then so I'm constantly up updating it and and constantly like going out there and seeing seeing the vendors you know mm-hmm. so I, I give basically just 25 of them um, um, like for but for example I have um, um, I have a, a, a wedding dress shop and uh, they were wanting to put all of these into um, a pamphlet uh, into a packet they're going to give wedding uh their their brides at a, a a show and so they said i you know i was like and to, and then i just said how many do you want you know like you want 50 of them 100 of them is yours you know and i deliver mm-hmm. to them they put them they put them all in and in, um into mm-hmm. I, no actually they, they give them into welcome packets if a, a bride or uh gets a uh a, a, a gown from them they give i packeted them and I'm the only photographer in that package. So uh, so, anyway, so, uh, uh, so it, it works out great. I mean, again, but you're always- probably
0: the, the, one of the few, if not the only photographers who've actually made the effort to do something like that too, again, proactively. And I think oh, that's impressive. Well,
2: but again, I, I took a, I, could, I took a playbook. I play out your playbook as I approached them and said, Hey, what can I do for you? They said, mm-hmm. we need, we need headshots. I said, done and done. Don't pay me. This is this is I mean like I, I want to do this because I have a relationship with you. You know, mm-hmm. most vendors, most photographers, and most old school photographers wouldn't even dream about doing that. You know, they they would be like, "Hey, my time is worth this much," and I I'm going I'm thinking long term. You know, so if I if I shoot um, um, their, their headshots and and it took an it took an hour of my time, they hand this out to you. every. Uh, a person who buys a a gown uh, from Mm -hmm. them and I book five. I mean, come on, let's do the math. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah,
1: I'll be honest. Yeah. Oh, go ahead, Heather. I was just going to say for one of our favorite, you know, uh, venues, we just ordered a $450 wedding album for them, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. But this is part of the relationship that we have it just it just
2: yeah uh, so so if i go to a wedding wedding um and that's that's true if i go to a wedding i now everybody's gonna be doing this now but but <laughs> it's, not, it's, it's not cheap okay now, so now they'll like, just so, be
0: copying you though exactly. rich everybody know that they're copying you so exactly so, oh. so, so uh
2: so yeah um um there there's a a, a a venue that i absolutely love to work with and they're very re- receptive they love me i love them guess what um, I go in and see, Hey, what are you guys showing? How, like, like um, walk me through the process of you guys showing um, a potential bride, your venue, you know, mm-hmm. let, let me see what, you, what, what kind of stuff do y'all 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 show them. Um, And um, I'm looking at these, these photos and albums that these other photographers give them that they got from maybe Shutterfly, you know, for like may, maybe 20, 40, 50 bucks, you know? Um, and I'm like, and it looks Time like to
0: step up your game, huh? Yeah. Show them up a little
2: bit. So, so here, here I am. And I, I'll bring You're
0: in like, album. $50, $450. Yeah. Exactly.
2: So yeah, I I brought them a 12 by 12 um, leather album that probably weighs up close to 15 pounds. Um, wow. To, to, okay. To, to and, and, and guess which wine they show um, their potential clients more over? A, a of really course. Th- you have a thin album about this thin, you have a thick album about this thick. That weighs about 15 pounds, extremely high quality. Guess what where they're going to show uh, that potential, potential client? Because, it's going to
1: highlight how incredible and beautiful their venue is. Got, their venue that this, is not a cheap venue. Yeah, you know?
2: I, I've got so many inquiries uh, from brides that said, they show me your wedding album. It looks amazing. I want to hire you and I want one of those uh, wedding albums. I mean, like, I mean. I wow,
0: that's cool. I haven't
2: talked to them yet. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And, uh, and, but again, um, that's, that's just what happens with, with, well, I, is... with, with networking. Um, yeah, I guess, so,
0: well, I, this has been good. And by the way, Sarah, Sarah chimed in and said, hello. Hey, Sarah, how are
2: What's you? Hi,
0: good to see you. Um, this is I, I love this conversation because, again, it's a beautiful, beautiful example of what a photographer, I think, should be spending, especially wedding photographers, spending much, much more time on and the development of relationships with those vendors who ultimately can bring them business. There's a personal benefit there, too, if you're actually making a genuine effort to develop a personal relationship where you have this wonderful connection with the people that you have the opportunity to work with. And, oh, by the way, they're going to also want to work with you and send you more business, as you pointed out, Rich. Um, one last question about this, and I have one other kind of networking specific question for you. And then I want to jump to Haley, but um, do you, this, this cost, I mean, you're talking about 20, 25 bucks for those cards. That's one Mm -hmm. thing, 450 bucks for an Mm -hmm. album. I know you're not going to do that all the time, so um, that's not going to be a a regular expense, (laughs) but do you all build um, the cost of marketing into, uh, let's say the budget per wedding, or maybe do you have an annual budget for marketing where you, you build these costs in so that it's not a concern?
2: No, no, it's, nope. it's, <laughs> not that, it's not that organized. It's okay. Not, okay. No, no, you, yeah, you, you give us way too much credit, buddy. No, um, <laughs> um, uh, Heather, again, we, I think we've talked this, about this before. Uh, Heather and I have just uh, decided a long time ago to to live way below our means. So we mm-hmm. I mean, like, mm-hmm. like, like it's not that big of a deal. Uh, yeah. um, and so we, we, uh, we find, we find things that, um, that um, we mm-hmm. know, that if I can take a four hundred fifty dollars and turn it to five ten thousand mm-hmm. dollars, I mean as nothing. Is, is, is it's nothing, you know. What I mean, I mean, like Literally. so. So, um, so um, I, I just basically utilize that. I mean, it's a really, really good investment, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I I, I tell you, I, I've told I've told so many people I've never done um, a bridal show. I never have. Um, I, I would rather. Uh, instead of spending six hundred, a thousand dollars at a bridal show, mm-hmm. and probably never, maybe get one one wedding, maybe two if you're really really good, um, mm-hmm. then I would much rather use that money that I would have put into a bridal show and blow some vendors' minds. Okay, that uh, through networking, yeah. uh, because again, I can do that all year round. You know mm-hmm. that that relationship all year round. You know. Um, so That's really really
0: good. I, I think um, again, a lot of photographers. We talked about the time element of of this conversation, which is that how am I going to have the time to to go out and and focus on developing relationships? I have to sit at home and edit my images. Or I was just
1: going to say, you use photographers edit, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and, and and of course, we 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 laugh and it is funny. Um, and it may seem a little bit biased, but the reality is that that editing specifically is mm-hmm. the most time consuming element yeah. of a photographer, especially a wedding photographer's workflow. If that yeah. goes away you now have the opportunity to be able to invest that time in things that actually grow your business. And I say this all the time, but it's not a line. It's a reality. I lived it. um, Mm -hmm. And of course, this is another wonderful example. uh, And you and you and um, Heather, Rich, that you're spending your, your, delegating the busy work so that you now have time to focus on those things that are going to actually drive business your way. And even the notion of spending a few hundred dollars on a an sample album that translates to value added for that particular relationship, which then translates to a pretty significant return. So
1: yeah. And, oh yeah. and one more point that I wanted to make real quick before we move on is that, um, he mentioned the bridal show and I think that bridal shows are great. I think they work really well for a lot of photographers. We have nothing against them. Uh, <laughs> At all. Um, but the thing about you're
0: laughing. OK,
2: well, uh, you, you finish that okay. point and I'll tell you why I was laughing.
1: But the point that I was going to make is that, you know, if you as a photographer spend a lot of your marketing um, dollars on something like a bridal show, then you might have some clients who are coming and are are choosing you, which is great. And that's fine. But when you put your marketing dollars into networking, you get to choose who you want to spend those marketing dollars on Mm -hmm. and you get to proactively decide we love this venue. And a lot of our ideal clients get married at this venue. And so we want to choose to specifically put our marketing dollars here in this relationship. And so it, it just kind of turns the tables a little bit with how you spend your marketing dollars. It's a little bit less, um, uh, left to chance, maybe, Mm -hmm. you know, well, not only,
0: yeah, not only that, you're, you're talking about a long-term investment. If you spend, let's say a thousand dollars or $1,500 on a booth at a wedding show Mm -hmm. and whatever other materials and and samples and so forth that you have to order for that, that's a, that's a one-off marketing Mm -hmm. opportunity. And for that matter, kind of a shotgun approach too, right? If you're investing that same amount of money, Rich, as you pointed out in these relationships, which are ongoing, Mm -hmm. the return there is going to be so much greater. And again, there's a personal benefit here. I I think, um, you know, and we spoke about this i think last week too that there are some that approach networking with no personal element um simply this is my job this is the work i have to do i'm going to do it get out and and move on and you know, to each his own. Okay, that's fine. Mm-hmm. I personally, and I think we could all, in some way, benefit from enjoying an actual personal relationship with those people that we work with. And I realize that it may not be extremely, extremely intimate relationships, close mm-hmm. relationships, where you're always having the deepest of conversations. But um, the idea that that we just kind of go in, we work, and we leave, I think we're missing out on a, a really rich element of life as human beings, which is an opportunity for genuine relationships. If we're going to work with people, particularly in one market on an ongoing basis, why not? Invest invest in those on on multiple levels, personally and professionally. I think it's really, really great. I want to touch on one more um, element of this networking conversation, which is networking meetings. Um, I used to, as a a wedding photographer, attend them pretty regularly. Um, I would say at least once a month anyway. Is this something that you guys invest your time in, Rich and Heather? Are, Are they happening as regularly now compared to, say, five or 10 years ago? What does that scene look like and how do you handle it? (laughs)
2: <laughs> I mean, I, like we went to a networking. and just, um, I mean, like uh, we just got, we went to uh, uh, Kristen's little networking thing the other day, you know, you, you and I did. And um, I mean, which is, which is, I mean, like any kind of opportunities like that, I'll, I'll I will go, you know? Um, mm-hmm. And um, I normally, uh, I, I don't even bring business cards um, there, you know, normally I'm collecting business cards and, and like using that to be like, okay, I'm going to contact them, but um, and be proactive again. But, um I mean, it doesn't happen it is not it, I mean the world has changed a lot since for, in, in ten years you know so mm-hmm. I mean like uh, um those those kind of uh wedding planners and vendors that like like um decide to do these these vendor things uh vendors luncheons or get togethers it's just not the same anymore I, I think that so many wedding professionals nowadays they have full time jobs and they do wedding pre- um stuff on, on on the side um and that just um that that wasn't that's not how it was 10 years ago, yeah. uh, you know? So, mm-hmm. um, and we've talked about it before. So. And social
1: media has probably had a big impact too. It's just yeah. happening. The yeah. in-person stuff is happening a lot less frequently. The,
2: it, it's the illusion of connection. Um, yeah. the, the, uh, the, the, social, social media, um, it, it makes you feel like you have a connection with someone and what reality you really don't. And, uh, and I think that's, um, um, and so that's why I, I think in some sense, Face-to-face networking will never go away, and and so, um, and so, and and, and in fact, I encourage uh, all the other photographers to just have network uh, to have uh, relationships uh, through social media because. Then they won't be doing what I'm doing. And, uh, and uh, <laughs> I know I feel like we've given away all of our secrets today. <laughs> and and I'll tell you what I was laughing about. Okay, so so Nathan, uh, I, about ten years ago, um, there, uh, you know, I'm Corey McNabb. He doesn't do photography anymore, but but he valued networking so much that he would buy a, um, uh, he would go to what wedding show, buy a booth, even a double booth, and 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 made it make it so profoundly amazing that people were all by it, but he would, he, he has, he hired someone to man that booth. And what he did was he walked around and networked with all the other wedding vendors. Um, Cause he, he said, that's the reason I'm here. I'm here mm-hmm. for those wedding vendors. And, to and, and uh, he said, what other opportunity am I going to get this many wedding vendors in one, one room? And I can just go, go. I I, I mean, boom, 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 boom. And you go, go, go. Oh, that's really, smart. And, and that's so, really um, smart. and so um, do you so guys do there, wedding there, there, shows anymore?
0: Is that something that
2: oh, we've never done a wedding show? Ever.
0: You never have. Okay. I think maybe you did mention that before. I yeah. I know that when when I was shooting at a much lower price point, it was, it was almost a gimme. I mean, I, and, and I mean, extremely low, like in the thousand dollar or maybe even less range when I was first starting mm-hmm. out. Um, it was almost a gimme. You could go in there and, and book a bunch, but I, I wonder if wedding shows do draw a lot of the, the lower end market uh, in mm-hmm. comparison to, especially again, these these opportunities for relationships mm-hmm. over the long run with a wedding coordinator who can send clients that fit your price point your yep. way, and and continue to do so even as you continue to change your prices. Of course, that's another advantage of yep. of these relationships versus something that's just a one off like a, a bridal show.
2: Yeah, and th- that's a good that's a good tip too, Nathan. I never have any um, I don't have any pricing on here whatsoever. I don't want to hand out any kind of pricing on here. When if if, I want, if tomorrow, if I want to double my pricing tomorrow, I can easily do that because <laughs> my, my pricing does not exist on paper. Uh, especially at, at, a, at a wedding vendor, you know, yeah. <laughs> because, again, t- tomorrow I can uh, I can call um, a wedding planner and be like, hey, yesterday I was this price point. Now I'm at this price point. And you you you've mentioned that several times. You know, that's mm-hmm. one of the biggest things about having a relationship, not just with wedding uh, with with uh, brides and their friends who are probably normally in the, in the same socioeconomic bracket, but with a, with a wedding planner. Like like she may be getting lower in brides, and she may be getting higher in brides. She wants to know who am I going to send this bride to? Um, and uh, and and so yesterday she might have sent this bride to you, but today you're going she's going to send this bride to you because you're a higher price point now. So I mean, it's just it's um, it's, it's easier, it's less stressful to 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 increase your pricing um, with with uh, those those type of relationships with vendors. Mm-hmm. So. Like, sure. I
1: want to hear. Um, I want to hear from Haley. I don't know, Haley's been so good. <laughs>
3: <laughs> wedding photography is not really my specialty, so I was going to let y'all handle all of that. <laughs> oh, well, so are you oh, glad that we've holy been really? Only two
1: forty-five. I know. Oh, I was like, gosh. we need to shut it down. <laughs> <laughs> Rich and I could just I, talk I, and talk. We I'm are so, so sorry. sorry, Haley.
3: <laughs> no, oh, you're fine. Goodness. I I feel like we could have made this into two different uh, episodes, like one on wedding photography networking and one on. Whatever it is that I'm going to talk about, <laughs> yeah, you're right. A lot of what we said is specific to weddings. It is so because, yeah, because for me, in-person networking is a huge part of my business. Like going so, out. So, to- Haley,
0: maybe you can kind of give a little perspective and um, how your business differs from Rich and Heather's, oh, and then kind of yeah. get into how you approach approach the process of networking.
3: Yeah, so I'm focused mostly on working with other businesses and all of the people that are running businesses are at networking meetings. Um, They're looking for accountants. They're looking for, you know, people that are going to build their business up, but then also that can, they can send referrals to. Um, So I, I don't know why this isn't a bigger deal because I've been to so many networking meetings and they're like, Oh, you're the first photographer to come. But it's always, I need family photos, which I'm not really a family photographer. I need real estate, um, real estate agents are always looking for photographers at these networking meetings, uh-huh. but I don't do real estate photography either. <laughs> um, so I always send them to the the people in the area that I know are very great at it. Um, they may be a little more expensive than they're expecting to pay, but it's worth the money. Um, but going to these networking meetings has allowed me to meet small business owners that are potentially looking to grow their social media or potentially looking for photos for their website that I can help with. And, um, like I mentioned last week in the episode about going and taking pictures of the event, if you're holding that camera in your hand, they know you're a photographer and they're going to come up and talk to you if they need photos. Um, it makes it super easy for you to just kind of put yourself out there without putting yourself out there and having to go run and introduce yourself to everyone because they're coming up to you if they need those photos.
0: Um, and will you actually reach out? Cause this is a, talking about the idea of adding value. It's a great opportunity. If you reach out ahead of time to whoever's heading up that meeting and say, Hey, do you need photos? I'll bring my camera with me and just shoot, shoot some images at the event.
3: Yeah. So I went to a chamber meeting a couple weeks ago and the way, how it worked was I reached out to a local coffee shop and I said, I, I knew the owner from a previous job that I had And I said, hey, I'd really love to come and shoot some uh, photos of coffee for you for social media and just kind of build my portfolio in that sense. Mm. And she said, oh, yeah, we'd love to have you. But we also have this chamber meeting I feel like would be a great opportunity for you. Um, Would you want to come and take some photos of it for me in place of doing that um, coffee, you know, the coffee shots? And I said, well, I'd actually love to do both. And so I took my camera, I went and I met so many different people there that I otherwise wouldn't have met. And they did come up to me and say, Oh, you're a photographer. You know, you have this camera in your hand. Um, mm-hmm. Let's see how we can work together, you know, and sometimes it's to benefit their business. Like if they are selling something and they want you to buy it, they'll come and do that. And that's, I mean, that's what networking meetings are for. So I think that's really But I think really you important. have
0: to, through an earlier conversation, you do have to go to To these events. I mean, I know that a lot of photographers are, they may be busy, they're shooting all the time. The idea of taking Mm -hmm. their camera with them to an event Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. and offering what really is probably going to amount to free photography, at least initially, um, you have to go in with the right mentality there, which is I'm going to give without expecting anything in return and maintaining that and doing so consistently over a span of events, let's say, assuming that you're going to continue to do that. Um, is is what is ultimately going to generate the return on investment of time and effort and energy, uh, but it, it's that proactive attitude of I want to figure out a way to give versus expecting something in return yeah. um, that I think makes a really big difference. I'm curious about a couple of things. So, I, Haley, and I think you've talked about it on on these on the series before, but I know that you're more of an introvert or have introverted mm-hmm. tendencies and, and a little bit quieter. The idea of you going to a networking event or multiple events on an ongoing basis doesn't really seem like you like, how do you go about the approach? Or how do you go about stepping out of that, uh, that kind of introverted shell and meeting people in a way that doesn't kind of stress you out too badly?
3: Well, I think you've kind of mentioned it before is focusing on those individual conversations rather than realizing how many people are in the room. Um, Because I mean, most wedding photographers that I know are introverts. But they're going and they're coordinating, you know, up to 15 people at a time. Well, more than that, if you're doing all the family portraits, you know, scrambling to get them all to do their, you know, do their role, get in the pictures. You can't be introverted in that sense. Like, for me, I can be outgoing if I need to be outgoing. Um, It's more of, am I comfortable in the situation? (laughs) So you just have to look at it as who you're talking to in that moment rather than focusing on the fact that there are 25 people in this room that I could possibly talk to right now mm-hmm. and I don't want to, <laughs> um, but just yeah, focusing and in and on that's a, yeah.
0: And that's a great metaphor for life as a whole. I think too, you know, we, we it is ultimately what we make of the situation and, and more specifically and to your point, what we focus on. Um, that's where our mind tends to go. I, I've I just had the opportunity to go to a, a racetrack with my motorcycle again. And um, it's something that, that they emphasize in racing and riding technique Uh, Over and over again is the significance of making sure that you're not looking in front of you, but that you're looking beyond where you currently are, because if you continue to look right here in front of you, if you focus in the wrong place to our conversation, um, it's going to be easy not only to get distracted, but ultimately to go the wrong direction and then you risk crashing and hurting yourself and potentially other people. So where we put our attention and focus ultimately can make a big, big difference, even when it comes to something like so-called introversion, which as you pointed out is, is I think, pretty commonplace amongst photographers these days. A lot of people would claim that, that tendency. Um, that's yeah. really interesting. And I'm glad that you point, not only this point out the significance of focus, but ultimately that idea of focusing on individual conversations, I think it's powerful. Um, yeah. something else I'm curious about too, do you have a, a a process, a methodology of meeting people and capturing their information effectively so that you don't forget it and then can more easily follow up with them after the fact?
3: Yeah. So most of the time, like I'm not a big business card person. I have really, I mean, they're bad ones. I don't hand them out. Like I'd rather (laughs) connect on social media or get an email and send it out right then or get a phone number. Um, otherwise that card's going to go in my bag and I'm never going to use it again. But at most of these networking meetings, they are carrying business cards. Um, and that's probably the easiest way to do it. I try, I don't ask for a business card unless I know I want to talk to them again. Um, Otherwise, I feel like it sets the expectation that you're going to reach out to them. And when you don't, they never want to work with you again, um, just because they were expecting you to reach out. So if I do get a business card, I try following up and just saying, hey, it was great meeting you, um, usually through email. Um, I'm not one to call someone on the phone, <laughs> but uh, just send them an email and say, hey, it was great meeting you. Let me know if I can ever help you or if you um, you know, want to send me a list of whatever you do. I'd love to send you referrals, and that's that's another piece of networking is they're not just looking for themselves, but they're looking for their friends and their family that might need referrals for things like family photos or whatever it might be.
0: Yeah, you know, I'm amazed. uh, Maybe we've talked about this before, but I'm amazed that we're still here in 2018, and business cards are a thing. I'd I'd like (laughs) of all the amazing technology that we have, how there is not a kind of a standardized process of of, yeah. um, Changing contact information is so yeah. weird to me. But, but uh, guess
2: what? But guess what? I figured out how to make it more personal. Oh, do tell. Oh, so um, so uh. on, on, on the back of every one of the business cards is a different question. Um, and so basically, I, I basically, before I give them a business card, I, I fan them out and say, Hey, everyone business, on, 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 on the, on the front end, it has uh, my contact information, but on the back end it has a different question, just a question. And so really, I say, Hey, um, I want to give you a business card, but I wanted to get to know you. I want you to get to know me. And so, uh, whoever business card you pick out, you read the question and both of us have to answer it. Um, and, uh, <laughs> and, and then all of a sudden, uh, immediately, uh, uh, I've had some great beginning conversations. I, I you know, like like one of them, one of them he, um one of the questions was I feel like we should grab one. <laughs> what 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 was the most beautiful place you've ever been to before? And mm-hmm. uh and or or that you traveled to before or something like that, you know. Um and uh, and he and then all of a sudden boom, opened up about these amazing travel. I'm like I'm talking to a businessman and I wish I had nothing in common with this guy. All of a sudden, bam, we had a, immediate a connection. We're like Oh, travel! Um, and he was talking about this amazing cruise he took um, through Croatia and like between these two mountains. And all of a sudden, I was like, I was captivated. I talked to him about my travels, and like all of a sudden, like we we had something in common. And guess what? Like, that business card, that business card, uh, like obviously also immediately started a, a relationship, which is yep. which, again, which I'm all about. So
1: Sarah Borges says, "Oh yeah, Rich Smith does have great business cards." <laughs> <laughs> hey, <Yeah>. Sarah. <laughs>
0: No, you know, and, and I think this is a great point to end on. Um, Haley, before I do, do you have anything that you wanted to add to to the points that you were making?
3: Um, not really. I mean, I have other points, but it's okay. <laughs> but we talked way
2: too <laughs> long. <laughs> says, uh,
1: well, we look, for
0: game game. <laughs> look for the bonus show notes. Look for the bonus show notes at com Since Haley will, oversees our show notes.
3: <laughs> I will say that if you're looking for networking events, There are so many that are, you know, national clubs um, and I can add a few that I attend in the show notes, but then go to Eventbrite and just look up. I think it's like business networking or business events and you can click. And most of those companies or those organizations are putting all of their information in there um, just to find uh, just to make it easy for people to, you know, RSVP that they're coming. But then it's also searchable. So that's one way that I found to attend those meetings.
0: Oh, that's really great. Okay. So we'll, we'll make sure to link to that in the show notes as well. And, and the point that I just kind of want to end on uh, really two points, I guess, that we can kind of, that kind of sums up our conversation. One, Rich, that you highlighted so brilliantly with your, your business cards, which is uh, the reality, which is that we, we have so much, um, or I say so much, I'll, I'll put it out there as at least something in common with any and everyone that we meet. And again, is our, our, our tendency toward introversion. Many of us photographers, uh, the reality is that we can find something that enables us to be able to connect with another person um, that can start a relationship that not only has the opportunity, certainly, to benefit our business, but also ultimately to enrich our personal lives as well. Um, and I really think that we need to put more emphasis on that that personal aspect going into it. And Rich and Heather, I, I love that I love the way that you've exemplified that uh, in your approach. And the last thing, and, and this is something that uh, Sarah actually highlighted a second ago, a, a quote from earlier in our conversation, giving without expecting return. Um, yeah. The significance of going into a relationship or a potential relationship with a vendor with the focus on adding value, the focus outward versus inward, we're not only going to benefit personally from that, but of course, our, our, our business is going to benefit as well. And, and really, at the top of that list should be the other person benefits. And it's just kind of a win-win all the way around uh, versus this kind of something that we talked about earlier, this entitled mentality that it's, it's easy. It's easy to get a chip on our shoulder. And again, I've been guilty of it as well, easy to get a chip on our shoulder or let our ego get disturbed in one form or another. If we continue to focus outward and focus on adding value to the relationship, um, everybody's going to win. And uh, so I think that's a great way to kind of end the conversation today. This has been really wonderful. I appreciate you guys so much for making time to share. Thank you all so much for joining this live session today. Uh, for those who uh, chimed in and commented and, and don't hesitate to come back and do the same next week. For those of you listening on the Boca podcast, you can watch the live session and see what what uh, these cards that Rich and Heather were talking about. If you go to Facebook.com slash PhotogsEdit, P-H-O-T-O-G-S-E-D-I-T. And then for those of you watching live or seeing this video, you can go to Boca podcast, b o k e h podcast.com and uh, listen to the audio version, not only of this series, but of course the other episodes that we put out as well. Thank you guys so much. Hope you have an absolutely wonderful Wednesday.
2: Yeah. See you guys. guys. Bye. Bye.
0: Thank you so much for listening to the Boca podcast. Will you let us know what you thought by leaving a review of the podcast in iTunes or the Apple podcast app. And I'd love to hear from you personally with your thoughts about the podcast and maybe suggestions about future topics and guests for the show. My email is nathan at photographersedit.com. The Boca Podcast is brought to you by Photographers Edit, custom image editing for the wedding and portrait photographer. Visit photographersedit.com.